Guys, welcome to the Drive-In Podcast. I'm Lamont. And I'm Alex. And we watch bad movies. So you don't have to. Well, today we got a classic. We're running back. A, this is a 10-year-old film, but it's probably one of Tarantino's best. We're running back Django Unchained. Good cold evening, gentlemen. Amongst your inventory, I've been led to believe it's a specimen I'm keen to acquire. When I hear the trumpet sound. What's your name? I'm on a ride right out of the ground. Django. Then you're exactly the one I'm looking for. Hey, stop talking to him. Calm down. I'm simply a customer trying to conduct a transaction. Last chance, fancy pants. Oh, very well. Do you know what a bounty hunter is? You kill people, and they give you a reward. Hmm, better they are, bigger the reward. I need your help. I'm looking for the Brittle Brothers. However, I don't know what they look like, but you do. <laughs> don't you? They caught my wife, and they sold her, but I don't know who to. That means we visit every plantation until we find them. Once a final Brittle Brother lies dead in the dust, I agree to give you your freedom, and I'll take you to rescue your wife. Where are we going? Gentlemen, you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Oh, my and, God. Yes, and in order to do that, we had to bring in two heavy hitters. Now, usually he's with us on all these Marvel films or whatnot, so we had to bring Kyle back into the building. Welcome back in, Kyle. Hey. Kyle. What's up? What's up? Glad to be back. Let's do And let's bring in the hot take machine from the South. You know, the all corn apologist. Oh, bring in, bring, bring in the Mo guy Bates, who got like, award, the, the, archi- the architect of the Mo Bates more, most beautiful award. We're bringing in Moses Bates. Moses, welcome back, man. Mo Bates. Hey, 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 what it do? Lamont. Bum, bum, bum. I'm not going to let you slander the academic <laughs> resort on this podcast today. <laughs> I will not let you do that. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take I'll take that back. Just because really resort, just, but we'll, we'll just let because y'all letting Deion Sanders pimp y'all like Goldie yeah. right now, that don't mean nothing. Okay. Oh. Hey, wait a minute though. Hey, Lamont, I'm yes. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get be real 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 quick. I mean, I get the fact that you love Alcorn, but well, where your son going to school at now? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that is no no. That first yeah, of all, congratulations. Yes. Congratulations, your Congratulations son. Congratulations, old man. Hey, he's, he's, yeah. going, he's going to the ASU, but not, <laughs> not to right hey, 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 that is because, <laughs> unlike, unlike, unlike most parents, you know what I'm saying? I let my son be his own man. And then, plus, <laughs> to be honest about it, Alabama State offered the most scholarship money and okay. they waive out of state fees. Hey, I'm going to take that. Anything. Hey, hey take it. Anything. Right. Anything to help Mo B pockets. 
right, yo, no problem. Congratulations, congratulations on that, man. man. For real, right, man. Congratulations. Hey, I appreciate that, fellas. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, guys. Let, let's get into our film. We're talking about Django Unchained. This thing came out ten years ago. Uh, let me tell you, when I first saw it, I love Tarantino as a filmmaker. I just was when I when it first came out, I was like, I just don't need another slave movie. Like I'm just, I like I'm done. I don't need a, need another one. But then when you you see it, he's more like a slave superhero in this. And uh, when you guys first saw it, Kyle, when you first saw it, what did you think of Django? I mean, I don't know. Like I was already a Tarantino fan, but I had I was at, coming to the age where I was starting to kind of see some of his mannerisms in all his films. And I guess maybe I was a little jaded when it came out because I just assumed that this was going to be another Tarantino, you know, two-hour film. And there's going to be some old music playing that I, I never heard of before. And they're going to talk about movie references for movies I ain't seen before and all of that stuff that's in all his other films. But it was a lot more heavier than I thought it would be. And I found myself enjoying it. But I'll be honest with you, this is one of the films I've probably only seen like twice. And they, oh, were wow. lucky that, and they was lucky they got the twice out of me. Well, mainly because yeah, I'm not a big, I'm not really the, the rewatcher of slave films, like because they Tarantino don't hold back in this film, of course. Like most slave movies, they don't hold back. So I found myself not really being too excited to see the whole movie. I'll watch clips here and there, but I'm not gonna deny how well made the movie is. So back then, you know, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it when it when it hit Netflix, whenever that was. And, I enjoyed it, but you know, this ain't really one of the movies I'd be running home and tell everybody to go see. Okay, wow. that's cool. Okay, what about you, Moby? When you saw it um, back then, what did you think, man? I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, anytime, anytime slave owners get their comeuppance, <laughs> I'm, all, <laughs> I'm all for that. Uh, now, I I have a. Uh, I'm not gonna say a uh, uh, a huge fandom of uh, Tarantino films, but I'm I'm very familiar with them because my dad loved Pulp Fiction and um, Jackie Brown. Oh yeah. So you know I I am you know I have been versed in his works, and I know that he does good works. And to uh, echo my man's point, I really am not a huge slave movie guy. I don't like, you know, the slave movies. I've never watched, you know, Twelve Years a Slave and stuff like that, you know. Uh I'm I'm old enough to well, now I ain't old enough to remember uh, roots getting kids white kids beat up at school, but uh, <laughs> I, do know, I, do know, I do know that uh and uh Lamont gonna laugh when I say this. I do know that when Miss Warren uh, showed us Eyes on the Prize, oh. the, the civil rights <laughs> documentary in yeah. high school, a couple white kids got ran up on. I'll just say that. And uh, yeah. we appreciate that. So uh, I've never been a big fan of those type of movies. But me knowing Tarantino's work and knowing how he flips things, and I was like, okay, let, let, let's see what this is about. And uh, I didn't see it in the movie theater either, but I saw it at the comfort of my home. <laughs> this, was during the, this was during the bootleg main period yeah. of my life. Yeah. Man, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I said, I love to see slave owners get their comeuppance. And uh, they sure enough got their comeuppance in this movie. 
for so, sure, uh, for sure. All right, what about you, Alex? When you first saw it, I, you know what? I know you guys don't like slave movies. I get it. I get it. I'm not into just the whole slavery period because it seems like that's that's our origin. Whenever they teach us, we <laughs> black where it people, all starts. Right. This is where it all started. You were in servitude. <laughs> yeah, so, your people were in servitude. But in this, in this, is like you put. You take the worst cinematic um, genre and put it with one of the best cinematic genres, which are westerns and cowboy movies, and you yeah. make a black cowboy not to dress, you know, because always the black, the villain always wore black, which was one of those mind screws that they always did to us. Uh, but you make a black cowboy who is a hero and promote black love because it's like the main fueling point was this dude was just trying to get his wife back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. It, it it adds so many layers even though I think Quentin Tarantino really wants to be black deep down inside. Nah. Uh, <laughs> I, I do. Agree. I do. I agree with him. I think I agree because he used the N-word too much, man. Too uh, much. Too much. And, and, and mind you, I've seen interviews where Tarantino said his mom used to date a black guy that was the best like he was the father figure in his life so I can get you know he just trying to do his part as a quote unquote ally and I do use those air quotations very lightly uh, um, just to get his point across in film because he do he does it all the time nah. he, use, uh. he use old school film uh like 70 ex black exploitation film uh actors in his movies he the he always tried, yeah he always used music and he uses the n-word and samuel jackson this is is his uh avatar so <laughs> i get it it's like tarantino does that now mind you he does use a whole bunch of you can tell he's a film he's a film of student because he uses everything from the 70s. Those bad zoom-ins, uh, <laughs> crazy uh, crazy angles and, and long-distance angles. It's like he really studied stuff back in the day. So I get it. He said his avatar. That's hilarious. He is. I mean, Samuel Jackson could... is Tarantino's avatar. It's like if, if they did a bit where he couldn't say the N-word, man, who's at Waffle House right now? Yeah. Somebody at Waffle House? I was thinking it too. Yeah. Man, these are all the ambient sounds. Okay, so the drive-in. <laughs> Welcome to the drive-in podcast. <laughs> we at the Waffle House today. <laughs> oh, man, I thought I had, I thought I had it on mute, man. <laughs> I tried to mute it on for all of us. Oh, this is 1829. What you getting, Mo? Mo. And Mo is sitting right at the at the bar area close to the grill. Because I can hear the guy stirring up the, the eggs and everything, bro. <laughs> Yes, man. <laughs> he, <didn't come laughs> he, got, he got that Waffle House to go. Oh, man. <laughs> Y'all don't miss this, man. This is the tastiest episode right here. Yeah, yeah, you know, we finally got some food at the drive back, man. <laughs> but, yeah, going back to what I was saying before I was and deliciously. Y'all don't mind. I'm going to make me a bowl of cereal real quick. <laughs> I was deliciously disturbed. Uh <laughs> 
for me, Django, it, 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 it's a great film as far as storyline. Uh, it made me go back and watch the original one just to get a, a deeper appreciation oh, yeah. for this one. So I, I, I had to give it his props, man. Yeah, I I agree with you on a lot of that, Alex. Like for me, my my beef with Tarantino has always been the N word. I feel like, and they said in this movie, this is the most usage of an N word in any film ever. Mm. Use it 116 times. Woo! Wow! Now, now yeah, mm. now I I get it for the time, but sometimes I feel like we can just let's broaden our vocabulary a little bit because. I, I don't know. I feel like he's an amazing filmmaker. He does stuff that we don't normally see done with the wide, the long shots. He gets performances out of Samuel Jackson that, like, you've never seen before. He's amazing in this, but I just... Man. It's just a, it's just a lot, man. Like, and it's depressing. Like, it's not a movie that I would, like, fall back and watch. But I, I can respect, you know, the uh, the artistry of it. Yeah, it's definitely one of them films where if I want to see a, a scene, I know where to find it on YouTube. But I'm not, I'm really not going to turn this movie on and sit there and watch it from minute one all the way to, you know, the end of it just so I can see the, the scenes that makes me happy. I, I kind of want to skip certain parts. And, and y'all were talking about, uh, when I mentioned, I, I'll give any movie a chance. Like I remember when the first time I saw 12 Years a Slave, I was like, this is a beautifully made movie. This is a, a you know a very it's a it's a good drama, good story, good performances, but you just don't want to always see this. And right. You see it like these are the movies that get presented to people as the quality art films. You know these are the well made, the money's behind it, these kind of stories. And I'm like, nah, we got our own you know regular stories, romances, and comedies and action movies that don't involve this. That could happen today that maybe took place 10 years ago, but you want to present these, and these are the ones that stick in people's heads more. And these are the ones that get all the attention, and these are the ones that people want to make more of. And it can be a little heavy on people sometimes. And this is the most, like, they said Tarantino got $100 million to do this movie. He did, yeah. Wow. yeah. So this is the most money he's had to do a film. and Some Weinsteins, they gave him a check. Yeah. Oh man, and you know, when, when when I watched the movie again the other day to to refresh myself, uh, you know, uh, you know, upon learning that y'all want me on to do do this movie on the podcast, when I saw that Weinstein coming to pop, I said, "Wow, it hits wow. different, don't it? It hits yeah. different now. It, 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 it hits so different. <laughs> it hits so different." For, but you know, for him, for I think for his films, they tweak his films the least, though. Because I think they just trust his his style and they trust his process. Because yeah. they're known for really like editing and re-editing and, and demand making certain demands for films to where you know they want, it ends up being a Weinstein film more than a director's film. Yeah. So yeah, you know yeah, they do that. They they trust him more, I think. I mean, but you have to look at his track record. He he's he's done so many great films. You know, he he he's earned that creative control. He's earned, you know what I'm saying, that leeway. Yeah, yeah, he definitely um, has. And and I'll say this, and I, I agree with y'all, uh, Lamont and Kai. I agree with y'all. Like those 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 slave movies are so heavy, you don't want to see them. But I don't know what it's hard. It's hard to explain, man. This is one of the movies. I, I mean, I like it, and I guess I guess because it's it's it's, it's heavy, but it's not as heavy because 
of the comeuppance. Yeah, I, I don't become up. Is, is, is it is it more of a slave movie or a cowboy movie? It, it, it's more of a cowboy movie, but it, it's a come up where the bad guys, the real bad guys, get theirs in the end. I, I don't know. I think it's from my perspective. I think it's a it's a, it's a slave movie because because yeah. <clears throat> the thing about it is you have to understand. Okay, here's here's my 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 reasoning behind it. Most cowboy films are, if you're not in Texas, Utah, Montana, going towards California, it's not really a cowboy movie. And see, this one went from Texas to Mississippi. Yeah. Mississippi is always, we just, <laughs> we wear the badge of being the Y'all cursed. racist state in the world. Yes, Lord. Know? Y'all got them Anytime. crooked letters, that's why. It's like it's more of a slave movie, especially when they started talking about. Well, they started just tossing up these different counties and cities. I'm like, man, Chickasaw County is so far away from Greenville, Mississippi. It's like, what? What? It's so crazy, and it's like, oh, I look at it more as a slave movie, where this guy, like you said, like you said, Moby, he had he had his comeuppance. And folks just caught, caught hot rocks everywhere. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, I, that's the reason why. That's the reason why. Not only can I tolerate it, I love it because I love. I, hey, okay, let's just keep it a book. This is a slave movie where the slaves win in the end and yeah. get free, and they take out everybody. Like, bro, you can't, you can't beat that. Yeah, that's not beat that. But that's to me. That's why it feels more. Cowboy, because I feel like it's basically him, like Butch and Sundance, him and Kristoff, they're on a mission to get his wife back, and the stuff they have to go through to get it. Like, if you took the the time out of it, it would just be a, a cowboy caper film, you know? Mm. Okay. <laughs> I get it. That boy said yeah. cowboy caper. Like, it, it would be, like, okay, we're going to, you know, it's all them cowboys. It's a grand we gotta, heist. Yeah, we got to go get this girl, get away from these bad guys, and we got to get away. And yeah. they did it. The only like they lost some guys along the way, but uh, you know, but I don't know. I just thought the cast is just so strong, and they got people just doing little roles, but you don't expect them. You got you got both. Yeah, yes, yes. Bo Duke in the in the building. You got uh, Don Johnson in there. Like there's yeah. a bunch of guys who just came to play, and they they're just they're so good in this. Like Don, Don Sonny Crockett is playing the most racist. Good guy ever, and he's so good at it, man. Sure, they had James Remar play two people. Yeah, no like, reason. No reason. I'm just yeah. gonna instead of get another actor, just go ahead. Two people, you yeah, got. Just it. come back. Just come back at the end. We go. We go. We go. Dress you up with somebody else. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and like, what do you guys think? You know, the original film, uh, Will Smith was supposed to play Django. Wow, man! You know, and he, I heard tur- he turned were- it down because he said he didn't. You know, it wasn't for him. He wanted to be the lead. He didn't want to share all the heat there. What did you guys do you think? He could have done a good job in it. Okay, okay. Here's the thing: I, watching this film, this even though Jamie Foxx is the lead, I think he's really like the the secondary character in this whole story mm. because he doesn't really like he didn't really say too many things that stuck with me. And his actions spoke louder than his words, of course, because he yeah. was the only person left to actually do all the work. Yeah. Where I think that if you were to got Will in there, he would have definitely had more to do with the dialogue. I think he would have, 
because I think he's a bigger, you know, even though I think Jamie is a he's a he's an amazing actor. Will is Will Smith. He's a movie star. So movie star. But hold on, man. Jamie a movie star too now. No, Jamie is. Yeah, but Jamie he ain't Will Smith. (laughs) But this is I think. Give me, correct me if I'm wrong, Cal. I think you're you're saying like, if if you saw you when you're watching this, you don't really see Jamie as uh, equal to yeah, equal to Doctor King. (laughs) <laughs> Dr. <What>? King, <laughs> Dr. King, no, <laughs> oh, I'm like Dr. King. Wait a minute, no, because when, no, no, when I'm watching Schultz, yeah, yeah, King Schultz, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you don't see him as the guy that's taking down the real villain, which is Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Nope, Calvin no. Candy. You don't no. put those two on the same level. He don't get the he don't he don't get the big bad kill like right. some, in, in right. some action movies. Yeah. It's important for Lee. To get the big bad kill right. or at least which big is, bad win, which is uh, Calvin Candy. Yeah, but yeah. then they they break it down so he is like the sub sub hero, as in the fact that he kills the sub sub villain, which is Samuel Jackson's Stephen character. Man, that, that man, you know, and you he, can, and, and that's a good way to put it because at the end. You end up learning that that Sam Jackson's character kind of pulled more strings than expected. Right, he was the brains for him. He, he was and the brains. Yeah, said, but by the time you get to that, by, by the time you get to that, it's like, well, we have finally developed Jamie, but we had a whole hour and a half where Jamie was was trying to, you know, learn what what certain words mean and trying to learn how to shoot, and it just felt like it wasn't his movie. Right. Well, you so know I think if you would have had Will Smith or because they were looking at like Michael K. Williams and a few other people, but like Will Smith, Will Smith would have definitely had more input and would they would have given him more of a spotlight. Yeah, it would have been a totally different film. Yeah. Totally different film. Well, I feel he would, like he would did the soundtrack and everything. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> but maybe he had a bad Wild Wild West. Maybe he just didn't want to go back into the cowboy world. You mean the best cowboy movie ever made? Uh, what? No, been amazing for this. Come on. No, when sir. did you watch this? At the age of five? <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the age of eight, when I had my Happy Meal toy and everything. Oh, okay. Well, that's why you that like explains it. Why. <laughs> that now, explains I remember, why. I remember they showed Salma Hayek in that uh, in that onesie. So that's what I remember from Wild Wild West as an eight year old. Uh oh, hey. Moby. Moby, beautiful. <laughs> Coming up. <laughs> well cool well guys let's get into our categories with this one since we all like said it was a good film we talked about what we liked and what we didn't like I would love to get your guys thoughts on the category so Mo Bates MVP, yes, MVP who won this movie for you alright uh, you, you, you're finna get mad at me but I'm, I'm finna I'm, I'm finna set up a drive-in podcast record, No, no, man. you can't. You can't. You can't do a co co co. You got to pick one. Oh, come on, man! You hate no, man. no, Alex. I got to get a ruling on this because come on. Hey, y'all let me slide with weed last week, so yeah, I'm exactly, real generous. Right now. <laughs> All right, go ahead then. All right, I got. A, <laughs> I got a. This is a drive-in record. I got a co 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 MVP. Okay, you got Dang. three people. Let's go. No, I got <laughs> three people. MVP. It was five people in the damn movie. Yeah, so what, that's a lot of hands on that trophy. I'm just saying. Hey, hey, hey! I got to do it. Might as well say the whole team MVP. What? Wait a minute. I mean, it, it's so many great, so many great people in this movie, bro. Uh, 
But my my MVPs are uh uh Jamie, of course, and Django. Uh Samuel Jackson and Steven. Okay. And uh my man that played King Schultz. Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. Waltz. Yeah. 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 Those are my co 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 MVP because just like um just like Lamont and uh Kyle broke down perfectly. Jamie really doesn't take this movie over until like the last thirty minutes or so. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> and really uh Christoph Waltz King Short's character. He carried the movie for the first hour, hour fifteen minutes, hour and a half almost. And then uh Leo was real strong and Scavenger Candy also. But that dang on Samuel Jackson, man, is Steven, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I say this, I, 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 I say this jokingly a lot, but I'm serious. Samuel, real life, should have and could have won an award for his portrayal of Steven. I miss you like a like a hog miss fly, like a like a, a baby miss mammy titty. <laughs> I miss you like I misses a rock. In my shoe. <laughs> now, I asked you, who this nigga on that name? It's Snowball. You want to know my name or the name of my horse? You ask me. That's who the hell you calling Snowball? He should have won for Pulp Fiction. Like, he should have two or three Oscars by now. Right. Because Samuel, I thought that, I thought that uh, Uncle Ruckus from, Bo- from Boondocks was the most... <laughs> Self-hating black man of all time. Mm-mm. That Mm-mm. thing on Steven. Samuel the <laughs> Steven, he played. I'm talking about Samuel deserved an Oscar for his portrayal of Steven. Like, like, like you felt, you felt the evil and the hatred. As soon as Django walked up, it was so <laughs> funny, but it's like it's true, because you know, it's 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 black folk out there like that. Yeah, and it's yeah. just it was like it was, Samuel just really brought the heat, man. And then of course. Jamie came through at the end. So it's that's why I say Coco Co. A lot of Coco. Uh, yeah. A lot of Coco. I know so it's some hot cocoa. <laughs> I'm some hot cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Literally. You get boy, that, it, boy. Boy, that Mount Rushmore gonna have about eight faces. We'll be a bunch of two headed uh, dragons up there. But yes, but 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 uh Christoph Waltz did great as Dr. King Schultz. And he carried, like I said, he carried the, like the first half Man. of the movie. And then and Samuel B. and then Jamie at the end. Okay. Mo B, right. what I liked about it with uh, uh, Chris, Christoph's uh, character, how he was cool and calm and collective yes. on the West Coast of America. But as soon as he got into the slave category, now I him, <laughs> that boy got unglued. Man, hey, he got so much PTSD from seeing them dogs. Man, like by the end of the film, he over here and, twitching. And see, that was I think that that was the turning point because when you see Jamie's character and his character, it's like they flip. You know, as far as keeping their cool, because yeah. Swartz was used to handling white folks. He. This dude went into somebody's city, shot they sheriff. 
Shot said, shit. go get the Marshall and yeah. drink two beers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but when he gets to Mississippi, he gets totally unglued. It's like, yeah. come <laughs> That boy got shook. He was the on movie. his back. But, hey, he, he was shook, but he he stuck to his morals, though, at the very, very he, end, he, even I, though it got I him I get killed. that, and yeah. I think that was, his strength was his greatest weakness in that sense. Yeah. His because his, his morals his morals got in the way of the character. And when Jamie said that line, you know, we got to get dirty. So I'm getting dirty. Yeah. And yeah. you told me that. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, damn, I, you got I, me. I, I told this joker. I but, told this joker good. <laughs> but see, yeah. um, the movie could have been 45 minutes shorter <laughs> if, <laughs> if, 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 if Dr. King Schultz just shakes Cavacan's hand. Right, they get Broom Hilda, they ride off in the sunset. That, that's why I said, but his he strength just, was his weakness. He, he, he couldn't he do was it. So morally, he was so morally caught up in it in the moment. He's like, hell no, nah, I can't take this I, hell I, like I this. Not only can I not take this fool, and I gotta kill him. Right, <laughs> yeah, right I now. Gotta, I got to use my little Inspector Gadget handgun <laughs> and pop him in his hey, pop him in his pretty little flowers. Only, and he only did he only used that gun twice. Like he yeah. used it in that city where he killed the sheriff, and the then sheriff? he used it on Candy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw that coming a mile away. Oh, we, we all did. Like, we no. all did. We all did. Like, come on, bro. Well, Let's get on the horses first. But let me tell you, one that that scene oh. when when. <laughs> When Samuel Jackson saw that boy get shot and the way he screamed. <laughs> oh, man. Cal! <laughs> Look, yeah, bro. Hey, hey, hey. My that wife whole I, life just fell to the ground. <laughs> my wife and I, we was watching uh, Captain Marvel the other day, and I was like, man, you know, they use this technology to make him look younger. And then I was like, man, he's the only person I've ever seen go from, like, 90 years old to playing like a, a 40-something year old man in a movie and the whole time this man's like in his 70s. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Samuel Jackson is not Morgan Freeman. He does not no. hate. He don't no, get he old. Not. He nah, don't get he, old. But look, he remind me of Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe been like 50 for like 100 man, years. Man, for, yeah. for 30, 40 years. But look, <laughs> look, true story. And Lamar for the laugh. Yeah. Uh, because I, you know, we, like, we talked about Alcorn Jackson State earlier in the pod, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a classic, a yeah. classic reference from this movie. All right, on, on that on that scene when when Kevin Candy get when King Shorts kills Kevin Candy uh-huh. and Steve is holding him like, yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. you know we famously had the first and today still the only white coach in swag history, and and we won two championships with him. Out of fact, yeah, we but, did. but, but when Jay Hobson <laughs> left all when Jay Hobson left Alcorn. Lamont going to send me, oh, Lamont yeah. going to post on my wall a picture of Samuel Jackson and Steven holding uh, Jay Hobson. Come on, Mo. Come on, Mo. This all corn right now. I could have slapped him. I could have slapped him, I could have slapped him. That's funny. I know. I'm just spreading the love. That's all I'm doing. I could have slapped him, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just spreading the love. That's all I do. <laughs> hey, what, what, what did y'all What did y'all think about the action in, in this movie? I thought, I thought it was exaggerated, but I thought very. It, but it it fit. You know, it fit like it. It wasn't. It was like hyper realistic. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> gory. Yeah, very like, gory. Yeah, yeah because cause I remember the shot with the when the way the blood hit the cotton. 
you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like there's like really, you know, really cool shots and just just different. It wasn't like, okay, it looks real. It looked like it looked like a heightened reality to me. No. in the shooting. <laughs> you know what the funniest part, like, and you and talk about heightened reality. Okay, the, the shootout scene after after Calvin uh, gets his comeuppance, Mr. Candy, Mr. Candy. Um, yeah. So when Jamie Jamie's running out of guns, he grabs a gun and stands beside a dude, shoots him in the elbow, <laughs> and yeah. the dude takes a shot at one of his old people. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> see, I was like, man, this oh, this dude is superhero status. Man, so- he made Batman look like well, it, Batman well, is not a superhero. Yeah. He's not Batman, a hero. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's, Batman he's is a superhero. Hey, no, he's nah, not. We, no, he's not. Hey, 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 we, hey, we ain't got time for all this. Way, way I don't stand for any Batman slander. Batman is not a superhero. He's not Batman a superhero. Is a superhero. I just listened to that whole Batman podcast where y'all chopped them two dudes up for no damn reason about them liking Batman. No, Batman. Django is more of a superhero than Batman. Yeah, he is. But okay, I. Oh, Lord. Okay. Yes, let's keep it moving. Alex, who's your MVP? It is. Oh, MVP. Hold on. Hold on. Alex, MVP. Baby called you out. Baby called you out so good on, <laughs> on Friday back here. Hey, hey, hey. It is. Uh, y'all it watch. Is. Y'all, y'all, y'all watch Alex say something crazy like Guns is the MVP or something. Well, no, I'm not for this one. I got. I actually got an MVP. MVP okay. for me gotta be Monsieur Calvin Candy. Leonardo DiCaprio. This boy's oh wow, yeah. his acting in this was so strong, bro. Hey, lay your palms flat on that tabletop. If you lift those palms off that turtle shell tabletop, Mr. Pooch is gonna let loose with both barrels that sawed off. There have been a lot of lies set around this dinner table here tonight, but that you can't believe. Because yeah, what I people give you fail that. to understand in what in the in that iconic scene. Where they're at the table, and he slams his hand down. This dude mm-hmm. actually cuts his hand open, gushes his hand open for real. And shout out to the dude that played the lawyer because he saw his hand get cut for real, and he got dude got screaming like, "Oh!" <laughs> but he didn't break character. He used it as a tool because Carrie got a full. A face full of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's Man, DNA. I was thinking about that because they yeah. cut the camera a few times. If y'all want to leave Candyland with Broomhilda, the price is $12,000. And I take it you prefer the take it or leave it style of negotiation? Yes, I do, Doctor. You see, under the laws of Chickasaw County, Broomhilda here is my property. And he just back. smeared that blood all in her face. And he, I mean, it just, this dude did that thing. I mean, I was like, everybody got their heroes in it. But Leonardo, as far as acting was concerned, MVP, 100%. Okay, all right, all right. Like I said, Leo, he don't miss really. Like, even nah. the movie's bad. And I honestly, he like that, like that fake, <laughs> that fake cruise movie, that, 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 that boat movie. That horrible boat movie that Nothing. he was in. 
Oh, Titanic. Titanic. <laughs> hey, folks scared to say, man, Titanic. just say it. You didn't Titanic. like Titanic? I, I didn't, didn't know like what Titanic. movie you was talking about. The horrible boat movie, man. Be a man say Titanic. That movie that, <laughs> that movie was trash. I hate to say it. I'm just saying it. All these women love like it. It wasn't trash. It was well done. Movie man. was trash. It was just too damn long. No, no, you. Movie was trash. No, nah, somebody. It's a great Netflix and chill you, movie. But that's okay. Yeah, but, but it's it's trash. It's a great. That's, right. that's why he don't. That's why he don't get on boats today. Yeah. No, nah, I I go ride a boat now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle. Who's your MVP? Man, I mean, I guess Doctor King probably because he was one person who. He was coming off of Inglorious Bastards, so I was already interested in that actor. Mm-hmm. So for him to go from here to there and kind of keep that same momentum where he kind of steals a lot of the scenes. Won the award, have, yeah. Won the awards, you know. He was surround, he'd be surrounded by tons of great actors, but he's the one you look at the most because he was still kind of new. Uh-huh. And like I said, it, you know, it introduces Jamie, but, but it establishes him. Yeah. yeah. So I was yeah. really more into his scenes. Plus, you know, he was funny. And he was charismatic, and he was. Mean you no harm. I'm simply a fellow weary traveler. Whoa. Good cold evening, gentlemen. I'm looking for a pair of slave traders that go by the name of the Speck Brothers. Might that be you? Who wants to know? Well, I do. I'm Dr. King Schultz. This is my horse Fritz. He wasn't a bad person. You know, he taught Jamie stuff. He. You know, he helped people. And, then, and in this world, of everyone's kind of a bastard. He seemed to be one of the few, like, decent people there. Yeah. And plus, you know, he, he you know, he, he he had that swagger. He had, he had a lot of confidence. And I just hate the how he died. He died in such a foolish way. But it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, foretelling for his character. So I got to go with Christoph Waltz. I thought he did a great job. Even though tons of great performances in it. But I think he really did. He really nailed it. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. For me, I'm going with Jamie Foxx on this one. I know it he wasn't really the lead, but I felt like, man, did he win this movie? Like after this movie, like, you know, he he's, he turned into the action guy with a White House down, put him mm. in by Spider-Man, 10 million ways to die in the West. Like he just I don't know. I thought he was really good in this and he carried his own and he acted with the big boys because most of the time with Jamie with Jamie you know he might be the biggest guy on the screen but when you go toe-to-toe with Leo with Kristoff and and Samuel like just an all-star team here so yeah. I, that's why I give Jamie my MVP all right this one might be tough uh Alex who's your LVP LVP gotta go to it was easy. Easy money. Say, I only got one answer for this one. I'll say Kerry Washington, man. Hello, ladies. Dr. Schultz, may I introduce to you Broomhilda? Hildy, this is Dr. Schultz. It's a pleasure to meet you, Broomhilda. I've heard a lot of good things about you. I think that's all our answer, really. Not me, but go ahead. I'll say Kerry Washington. Uh, I, I would have loved to. I know she's the motivation factor, and I know all those like mirages that Jamie saw kept him going and kept him in focus. And I get that, but I would have loved to see not just him popping up and seeing her in the hot box. If they could have did a dual story, like she's catching hell on one side, 
being where she's at and he's catching hell trying to get to her, I could have did more with, with Carrie. Not saying she did bad, just saying I would have liked to see more of her. Well, I liked her in the flashbacks. Like, the flashbacks really gave me a little bit, but you're right. They could have done more, but at that point, the movie would be four hours long. That is true. That is true. Yeah. (laughs) You got to make it a series. Like, break it up. You got to watch that on HBO Max. That's how you watch it. All right. So, uh, Mo Bates, who's your LVP? Did we lose Mo? I don't hear Waffle House no more. Mo, no, Mo, he's still, Mo he's still. eating that smother covered and and got them hash browns going. He's dipping he's like, his pancakes in his coffee. He got put on mute for a minute. All right, well, he's he, he still connected. All right, all right well, Kyle, who's your LVP? Who do you got? Oh, it's it's Carrie. I, like she she's oh man, she's beautiful. She's talented. She's a great actress, but. I only remember her making them goofy faces when she was getting beat. That's all I remember. Yeah. I don't really remember her. I mean, it's a great motivation, you know, someone trying to save somebody they love. And she does a great job at at, at being in danger. But it was just, it, I just don't remember anything. She, I remember her name, Broomhilda. I ain't never going to forget that name. But yeah. I just don't really remember her in the film. And I feel like she's too big of an actress to just have such a minor role. It's not even like she got a cameo or like she just got kind of like a, you know, a little moment type type role. She's literally like the the the, the purpose of the whole mission yeah. is for him to go and retrieve her. And like Alex was saying, it would have been nice maybe to see her trying to maybe get used to being a maid in the house or trying to see her navigate around Steven. And even after they introduced her, she could have had a little more agency and maybe put a little more weight into the into the, the, the film, but they didn't do it. They focused back on you know everything that that you know everything that was going on in Candyland and everything that was going on with Leo. So it, you know it is what it is. She's great, but she could have did a little more, or they could have gave her a little more. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For me, for my LVP, I got Jonah Hill. I just made mine worse. Anybody bring any extra bags? No, nobody brought an extra bag. I'm just asking. Do we have to wear them when we ride? Oh, well, shit fire. If you don't wear them as you ride up, that just defeats the purpose. Well, I can't see in this fucking thing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, the same thing with Kerry Washington. I mean, and I know they had a lot of people in the film, so you probably couldn't, you know, give them all their starring scenes. I felt like Jonah should have, they should have used him a little bit more because he's funny as hell. You got, like, you put him and Leo together, him and especially, I, one of my favorite scenes is the scene when they when they got the uh, bags. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I remember that. And, and it's the thing, I remember that scene. That's why I, I wouldn't put him on there because I remember his moment, but I don't remember Carrie's moment. Mm, right. That yeah, moment stuck out. So, you know, it was. It was strong. I don't know. I just feel like he needed he needed more time. Oh no, he he definitely. I I would have loved to have seen him. You know, do some more things as well. That's that whole scene was funny. Just yeah. just the dialogue amongst the other uh, uh the other white dudes and how they were mad about the bags and okay. yeah, uh, great scene. Like, and I feel like he, you know, I, when I saw him there, I was like, he's this ain't gonna be the only time I'm gonna see him. Yeah. So I like that's why he's he's the the, L, the LVP for me. All right, uh, six man coming off the bench. The guy who did the most with the least. 
had just a little time and brought the heat. Alex, who you got? Who's your six man? Six man got to be Big Daddy. Big Daddy, Don <laughs> Johnson. Won't I should treat him like white folks? No. That's not what I said. Then I don't know what you want, Big Daddy. Yes, I can see that. Uh, what's the name of that Pecklewood boy from town that works with the glass? Uh, uh, his mama work over at the lumber yard. Oh, you mean Jerry? That's the boy named Jerry. You know Jerry, don't you, sugar? Yes, and Big Daddy. Well, that's it then. You just treat him like you would Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, bro. <laughs> that, just that scene, bro. Just that scene. He was like, you want me to treat him like wife on Big Daddy? No. <laughs> bro. I said, Don Johnson came a long way from Miami Vice, bro. From Nash Bridges. Bro, yeah. the, watch, oh, man. the Watchmen, don't, yeah. Don't nobody <laughs> talk about Nash Bridges, please. Bro. But, but, I mean, this dude came in and contributed to the game so good, man. I, I bro, <laughs> we're Phantom Knights. We're supposed to ride in. He tried to explain the whole thing. <laughs> we, we, don't say we can't see, but the horses can see. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Boy, man. So for me, Don Johnson is my sixth man coming off the bench. He contributed a lot to the game. Uh, actually established that whole uh bait and switch type of thing, picking and, pick and roll with uh Jamie and um uh, Christopher's character characters uh with it. So I I I love uh Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Big, yeah, that's a great. Oh man, just them riding in a circle for like yeah. two minutes. Right. <laughs> All y'all do is criticize, criticize, criticize. Man, my, my wife ain't doing nothing for y'all. I'm Don't ask me home. and mine for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Cool. So Kyle, who you got? Who's your six man? Uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know if this if this counts in the rules, but it's probably Samuel Jackson. It's Stefan just because of how late he came in in the mm. in the film. Okay. And how he kind of just just kind of just it's he came into the film late, but you couldn't finish the film without him. Oh, no, I ain't got no problem with it. If you ain't got no problem with burning the bed, the sheets, the pillowcases, everything else when this black ass motherfucker. That gone. is my problem. They are mine to burn. Now your problem right now is making a good impression. And I want you to start solving that problem right now and get them goddamn rooms ready. Because of how important he is to the story and how important he is to the third act and the motivations of the villain and you realize how deep his roots are. Like he raised Candy, he raised Leo's daddy and worked for his granddaddy. Like this man Mm -hmm. has been in this place longer than anybody else, including the white people there. So he is like like I think you our boy said, like he's the true villain. But you don't know that until you get there, and then when you once Leo dies and everything happens and Django gets captured, you start to realize like, no, this man is actually the big bad, and he is the one. And I just thought that that's such a clever thing to do, for for one, for like a character, an actor like Sam Jackson to be able to slide into a role like that and just be unrecognizable, but still be himself somehow. 
like somehow he's all even when he's Nick Fury, he's still Samuel Jackson. Like I still see him. <laughs> right. So no matter how much uh, he's makeup, like Tom Cruise and Bruce. Yeah, he's, he's exactly like that. He's like because you know there's some actors like Liam Neeson. He's always Liam Neeson, even if he got long hair and 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 a skin of cape. You still hear that voice. You still see that face. Like Sam is always Sam, no matter what. And he played <laughs> that role so well to where. I got to give him his props, but I think because he came so late into the film, and by that time we had so many characters, he just kind of showed up and, and took over. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's fair. I got a Sam Jackson story that I've been holding on to for years that I think. Oh. Really? Uh, really? Yeah. All right. Back oh. when I was okay. Back when I was take it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You got to say your name. Say your name. Okay, Lamont Brown. There hey, Lamont. <laughs> what did Sam Jackson do to you? What did Sam? What did Sam? Welcome to Sam. Sam Jackson Anonymous. Hey, hey Lamont. Hey, hey Lamont. Uh, yeah. Lamont. Yeah. Point on the bear where Sam hurts you. Where did he call him MF? Moses, nobody, nobody likes you, Moses. Nobody. All right. Hey, that's point on the bear. All right. <laughs> Moses came out the kitchen on that one. Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson hurt his feelings. Master P messed with that woman. It's all coming. You know what? It's starting to be a little It's starting to be a little thing. No, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you real quick. Samuel Jackson was in town shooting the time to kill. In college, got an interview with Sam. Okay. Wrote in front of uh, uh, what is it? The uh, blue and white flash, the best newspaper ever. Because I know that Alcorn doesn't have one in Eden Valley. So wow, wow. So best okay. newspaper ever. Spent a whole day with Sam. Well, no, not a whole day, but went to the set, did a story with Sam. Uh, wrote it. Was really nervous at the time when I, you know, meeting Samuel Jackson. But he took time, asked, answered a few questions. So fast forward to uh, the movie coming out. At that point, um. Working at AP at APT intern there, and then I'm like, we're, we're shooting the uh, we're shooting the um, the the party, the rap party, right? Okay. So I go there, I got my article in my hand, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it to Sam. So I walk up to Sam, and his little bodyguard dude grabs my hand, and he takes the article, and I said, well, I just I wrote this, I just wanted to give it to Mr. Jackson. He's like, okay, I give it to Sam, and then I say, uh. Uh, yeah, Lamont, I came through with the thing. Want to get into movies? Is there any advice you can give me? Sam looks up and he says, what you want me to do with all these people around here? <laughs> hurt my heart, man. Like, like broke my heart. Like, like just, it hurt me. And I, I didn't see any other, for years, I didn't see any Sam Jackson movies. <laughs> at all for years i like i didn't i didn't touch him matthew mcconaughey was nice Sam sandra bullock nice sam jackson i didn't see shaft i didn't see any of that because i because i was yeah and i'm still feeling you know some what? type of way about I'm sam not, jackson i'm not gonna laugh at your pain brother uh-huh i'm glad everybody give lamont a hug Virtual hug to Lamont. Yeah. Like, he's and like, that I'm not going to laugh at you, but I'm going to patronize you. <laughs> right. Yeah. you on your head. Be like, it's okay. It's okay, yeah. little buddy. That's fair. But yeah, that's, that's how I feel about, about Samuel Jackson. So, but Moses. But he, 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 he did his character. He, he did. He no, did he, he looked up. He, he looked, was like, no. what you want me to do? 
with he, all these white people around. No, he didn't say white people. He said people. He looked up. He, he didn't even give me the whole. He just looked up with his eyes. And that's, <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a good actor right there. Great looked actor. Up with, looked up with, I'm like, dude. And then I, well, the director, Joe Schumacher, was like, yeah, he was just having a bad day. But then I got to talk to Joe for like 15, 20 minutes, and he was nice as can be, and that was that was totally worth it. So yeah, it was yeah. b- better to talk to Joe than Sam. Well, now, just, um, well, yeah, Joe was just happy people was talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, what, 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 what category are we on? Because I, I, I missed the MVP because yeah, somebody yeah. called me and knocked me off the, the square. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, you eat that waffle. Eat that waffle, that that waffle but go ahead. Your LVP. Who's your LVP, Moses? Yeah, I got to go with... Uh, Carrie, um, and it's not because Carrie is a is, is a fabulous uh, actress. Um, I don't think she was utilized right. Uh, even though I will say, her scene where, where she was getting uh, whipped uh, by the men was probably one of the more powerful scenes of the movie, and, and one of the hardest scenes of the movie to watch because Jamie was literally begging the man to stop. Yeah, he was getting whooped. Uh, but you know, she really didn't have much dialogue in this movie anyway, because I because I know she's she's a fabulous actress, but this is one of the initial movies where that Carol Washington face came out. Yeah. <laughs> there we and go. Faces. Bruh, as pretty of a woman as she is, that, that, that Carol Washington face can lower her attractiveness to me over the years. So she don't get the Mobile Award? No, man, I can't give her the Mobile I mean, she 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 tough, but that, that, that Carol Washington face just kills me because now when I think of her, I think of that Carol Washington face. Okay. Right. Don't watch. Anything. Don't watch Scandal, then, boy. Don't she watch got Scandal. a ton of. Them. Yeah. Now Scandal, she was up. Now I'm gonna tell you, the movie where she was the baddest to me was I think I love my wife with Chris Rock. She was. Yeah. She was all. Oh, she was cold. Yeah. She was she cold. Was yeah. Chris was. Chris was awful. Awful film. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Chris awful. <laughs> awful. He's an awful actor. But anyway, uh, uh, your six man mo. Who you got? Man, that is a huge award. Now, now, did somebody give Sam a six man award? Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, I did. I did. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I respect Sam. It, but... Sam got the award, and then uh, Alice gave Don Johnson the award. Okay. Okay. Um, man, it's so many. It's so many great cameos in this. You movie. you've already pulled your trigger as far as with the triple code. Yeah, yeah, you got it. I can't do a. You got to pick one. You got to pick one. I know I did a Coco Co MVP. I can't do a Coco. <laughs> can't do that. Dang. Can't do that. Dang. Okay. My uh, and as bad as I want to pick Don Johnson as Big Daddy because he tickled me. <laughs> Even though I don't, I don't, I don't like to hear no white man say say the n word, but 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 when he hit that. He ain't like all them really good niggas around here. He's a kind of nigga. <laughs> that, that did tickle me. If I want to pick Don Johnson, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a flip the script. Leo DiCaprio is Calvin Candace, my six man. Uh, you got to... You better, okay. no, basically, he got Steph Curry as a six man. Exactly. Basically. When you really sit and think about it, when you really sit and think about it, Leo only in like 25, 30 minutes of the movie. Well, Don Johnson too, though. That I, I know. I know that that's that what I'm saying. I want I really want to pick Don Johnson there, but if you want to go impact of the movie, it, it can't be nobody but Leo. 
Leo, okay. Right. So, so I, I, so my six man is. I mean, Leo's my, my, my on the cover over, of the film. My overqualified so. six man. <laughs> there you go. Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> as Calvin Candy. Okay. I feel like a... I feel like you mad at him for something he did off court, so you cutting his minutes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, look. like he dated your girl or something. Hey, hey, like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm cutting your um, minutes, player. I'm finna do a Winnie Time reference. I'm doing him like West Head did. Like, hey, hey, yeah, hey yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Leo ain't got no bad knee, though. There you go. Right. <laughs> or, 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 Leo, Leo ain't got problem. no bad knee, and I ain't trying to trade him to Phoenix. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, yeah, that's cool. All right. For, uh, for my, uh, yeah, my six man, I'm going with, you know, Don Johnson. Uh, I, I watched that scene over and over again. You can quote that scene. Yeah. And just the acting for, from him when, like you said, Alex, when he's like, don't treat him like a white person, but treat him like that boy, Jerry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that that Peckerwood. I like when call he, the boy Peckerwood. When, <laughs> when he hit that, that ain't what I said. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You want to treat him like white folk, be daddy? No. No. Nobody said no better than Ronaldo Ray, but this time, Don Johnson came up with that little strong. <laughs> Oh Don Johnson watched Friday before he did that. Right. The dog on the, the dog on Apex of No is Ronaldo Ray and right. Red Daddy. Right. Right. Don Johnson is Don Johnson channeled that stuff. That no, that no is You want me to treat him like white folks, Big Daddy? No. 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 <laughs> so yeah, he's he's my six man. I I got a new category that I thought we would break out for this one. Uh-oh. I want to know is real. Easy, easy answer, and it could be a repeat answer. Alex, this movie, your favorite character. Don't have to be the MVP, but just the your favorite one. Favorite one got to be Steven, man. Samuel Steven. Jackson's character. I do. Steven remind me of a whole bunch of old mean men that I grew up with. <laughs> uh-huh. And they had they, you know, they had they. They think they like oh black owned. I ain't gonna buy that. They that's that that ain't good. Uh, black folks always, you know, we had those little idioms that they would always say mm. down in black people. But then you they can't. Black, but then they, they black, black. <laughs> and they the blackest ones. Like yeah. I mean, as far as yeah. melanin is concerned, they ate up with black. They the darkest thing. They hands dry, they ashy all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he reminds me of a lot of people that I grew up. Listening to as as an adolescent, watching these old people be mean and honorary and all that stuff, but they were smart though. That boy said honorary. Yeah, boy, (laughs) you know how old you got to be to know that word. Mean and honorary, or just honorary. That's a country. That's a country term. It's a country term. Yeah, you're right. Deep in the delta. Yeah, honorary, bro. Like, because. Because that that element of even when they did the little dining room scene and he went back there, he like, that girl know that boy. Yep. He yeah, remind yep. me of everybody. Like it's just that sixth sense that old people have. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she yeah. married. That girl pregnant. You know yeah. that girl pregnant. Well, you know, you know, old black people, they got this amazing ability to like sense danger. It's like a it's like a spider sense. It's like right. that, that boy in there ain't right. He like he yeah, all right, and he the one ended up eating everybody in the house or something. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. Like it's oh. weird how they get just sense 
just yeah. evil. He like that. Right. <laughs> oh, that girl right there ain't good for you. Yeah. What you yeah. mean? Right. Then, right. Six months later, she can cut your car up. I told you. So that's why he's my favorite character. Your favorite. Because he reminds me of lifelong characters in my life. Like he remind me of those people. Okay. Moses, your favorite character. <sighs> I got the I got to agree with uh my main man Alex. That dog on Steven, man. Like I said. Samuel L. Am I, now hold on now. Now why you getting on me about Leo being my six my, my overqualified six man? So Kyle <laughs> and y'all name is Samuel six man one overqualified. I feel offended. Yeah, yeah. He was holding on to that. Hey, hey, say, hey, 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 say, he did. He waited. He waited a whole. He waited. Yeah. Yeah. He waited a whole second. Wait a minute. Y'all made Samuel Jackson six man. That Leo. food, that food, and digested. He coming down from the food high. I feel, I feel right coming down from that food high right now. Wait a minute. This dog gonna serve the wool off on me. Y'all just said Samuel Jackson was a six man. That better than Pam Stewart, right? Disrespectful. That's just disrespectful. But no, it's got to be Stephen, man. Like I said, Samuel L. should have won an Oscar, a Tony, a Golden Globe, (laughs) everything for this role. Boy, got he got that boy. I mean, he he, and I mean. Like just like I said, like you know, we know older black people like this. Like, like there's an older black guy in every neighborhood like that. You know, it's just. And if you don't know him, then you are the guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about Samuel, what I loved about Samuel in this role, what I loved about Stephen, is even as he was, at, he, all right, when, 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 when after Jamie had. Uh, Incapacitated him and shot him at the knees, both knees, and he couldn't Ooh, move. And he lit, he didn't lit Candleland a fire, and the place about to blow up. That dog on Stephen talked trash until the freaking house blew up. Yeah, that yeah. man, that man went out talking trash. They go, we gonna kill you, nigga. That is my God, man. That is that is like 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 Steven, like Samuel Steven was just so strong, man. Like it, 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 as many great characters as Samuel has played, Gator on Jungle Fever. <laughs> yeah. Another another movie I always say uh Samuel she got Oscar for. His role is Gator in Jungle Fever, but that's a whole nother story. But that wasn't a long stretch because he was a crackhead anyway. Yeah, that was method acting on the real acting him living his life. And and righteously, um, Samuel said that it was very cathartic for him to play Gator because he was just coming off going to rehab for his drug. Yeah. So yeah. that was, I mean, powerful. But, he was like, I didn't need no makeup. I didn't need no wardrobe. <laughs> right. He, he knew exactly <laughs> what he, he knew what yeah, it was. Yeah. He knew what it was. But, uh, but like I was saying, as, as many great characters as he played, uh, Gator on, um, on uh, Jungle Fever. Jungle Fever. Uh, you know, uh, Jules on Pulp Fiction. You know, all the great characters he's played. This doggone Steven and, and Django may be the greatest role he's ever had. 
Wow. Okay. okay. And, I, I, and I know I know that's a scorching hot take, Lamar. That man has played yeah. a thousand people. He, he, yeah. he yeah. played so many because I, I was about to nah, start hurting my head naming it's, everybody. It's Jules and Pulp Fiction over everybody. I say Jules and Pulp Fiction and matter of fact, that, that's the idea for a show, brother. We need we need to do a Samuel Jackson character tournament. Breakdown. Like NCAA yeah, tournament. Breakdown. Yeah. yeah, we're done. That's done. We'll we'll, we'll knock that. That sounds. That actually sounds fun. Hey, Lamont, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. all you also got a strong uh, t-shirt slogan right there too. Jewels over everybody. That's that's a strong yeah. t-shirt. Jewels. Oh, I like. I love. I love. I love him and Pope for real. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kyle, your favorite character out of this whole movie? You know, I, I gotta. Man, it's tough because. I really do enjoy. I really did enjoy like the main like three or four people in this film, um, but I, I got I really got to give it to Jamie just for the whole the last act of the film, man. Like yeah. I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big action nut, man. I love shootouts. I love you know I like westerns when they get dirty like this. And I don't know, man. That whole Candyland shootout where he just it, it just kept going. Like there was a point in that movie where I thought it was over. And he got up and shot like 10, 15 more people. And it just kept going and going and going. And, you know, Jamie, he got the physicality to where I could believe him being a really good action star. Because he's done he's done some some decent action films to some really good ones. Right. So, yeah. so I appreciate the fact that even though he his voice, I feel like, didn't stick out that much in the film, I definitely remember his actions. And I can't get over how cool it was seeing him in the suit at the end, making the horse do the dance. He's saying, yeah, the girl. They said that was his own horse. Like, he literally brought his own horse to the set. I feel like you had to raise that horse from a baby to be able to get that horse to do all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. right. But, but I'm not going to deny how cool it looked seeing him. You know, it felt like, a, it felt like he was playing, like, you felt like he was watching somebody grow into a superhero. Yeah. It's just that I wish that he would, it would have been more about him. And I just feel like, Everybody else kind of took moments for themselves, which they earned. And there's, there's, moments, there's moments that they did great in. Nobody was weak in this film when they got the shine. But yeah. at the end, man, when he took that whole Candyland down, and we, I mean, when he when he took them them Australian, we uh, when he killed those other, those three guys who was gonna take them, and he saved those slaves. He rolled back on horseback, shot them dudes in that house. That dude who was bathing, like, he just went back and killed everybody. Mm. To the point where it was like, all right, you won me over. So I, yeah. I got to, I got to give it to James. Yeah, I, and I wanted to see more of him because now he don't have the restrictions of all of these other characters. Uh-huh. If they was to go ahead and and commit and do a sequel or do a mm-hmm. show or do whatever, it would have been more about him. Yeah, it would just been Django. Yeah, just Django. Yeah, uh, my favorite character is is Leo, Calvin Candy. Uh, I think he's a great villain. Like his yeah. is one of the one of the best villains I've seen. You got you get it's like Leo like took all the the you know all the braces off and whatnot and just went crazy with this character and like he, he had a good time. He they even said in the research that he was concerned about saying the n word too much and Samuel Jackson was like, right. man, just just go with it. Mm-hmm. And, and like he just kind of leaned into it and I uh, thought he paid played the like <laughs> it was a, it was like a, it. it was like um. <laughs> What is it like a star actor playing a character actor? You know, like he's mm-hmm. over, he's overqualified for this role because normally he would probably be Christoph Waltz, but yeah. he put all that talent into this little role and 
I think he just, he just shines. When you think about this movie, man, that that's dude. Leo's whole thing though. Because Leo, he just done like a lot of period pieces where he's played someone in the seventies or the fifties or the eighties or something. He don't really play a modern person too much. So, mm. so I, I think I think a lot of people just didn't. I don't know why people underestimate him as an actor. He's a very talented actor. He, to oh, me, he might be he might be the best of this generation. I really yeah. do think he like like he always got a bad rap for Titanic, which he wasn't bad in Titanic. It was just uh it was a chick flick. Just yeah. it was an over it was overly horrible, produced horrible chick flick. flick. Uh, old, lady, old lady remembering <laughs> the dude that she <laughs> that that just did her in. She got married like five times, but that one dude that <laughs> She wouldn't give enough room on that doggone door. <laughs> they all die, bro. To, They're to, dying. They're yeah. dying. That nah. won't happen. Mm-mm. But, but, but Ro- Rose yeah. is a villain, though. She's up there. She's up but, there. Yeah, she right there. She had the last Infinity Stone. <laughs> but you know what? As far as, like, Leo being the villain, man, I think... Not the fact at, at the at the dinner table that you see, you really see how evil his character is when they catch old boy in the tree. Yeah, when he kills him, D'Artagnan. And, yeah. yeah, and it's like he goes up and he plays nice, but he already knows what the situation is. Yeah, and then while this boy is getting chewed up, he's looking at the reaction of Schultz. And Django, just as just to weed them out, he's doing this just because he wants to see where their heads at. I know. Mm-hmm. And then let's say shout out to Tarantino because you could, in another in a lesser movie, they would have shown the actual be a you know guy ripping getting ripped apart. Mm-hmm. Because you have such good actors, you could just turn the camera around and let them react to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even with Jamie's non-reaction to it, because he has to, st- he has to stay in character. Because if he breaks, then the whole gig is up. Yeah. But yeah. Schultz is over there folding like a, a freshly <laughs> washed dishcloth. He's he gonna, like, he gonna, he gonna mess it up for everybody, bro. Bro, you're gonna get us killed in this place that you're not familiar with. Mm-hmm. Which so, is funny because he's killed so many people, right? But, <laughs> but that goes—it goes back to show he—he he did well on the West Coast. You come down to that dirty South, baby, it's a whole nother monster. Yes, sir. It's different. I right, listen. <laughs> listen, this was a, a classic film. Love it or hate it, it's right up there for our Mount Rushmore guys. Top four Tarantino films. Oh Lord, oh, so. top four be... Tarantino. So. He ain't got, but like nine to ten. Yeah, so, he yeah. got ten. He got ten. He got, he got, he got a strong ten. So give me your, your top four, Kyle. Give me your top four. Okay. Uh, oh Lord. So I, yeah. there ain't no number one, number two. I'm just giving. I'm just shooting them out. Pulp Fiction. Oh damn. Kill Bill. Yeah. <laughs> one or two. Wait, one or two. Oh, uh, one. Okay. I mean, mm. I, I I enjoy two, <laughs> but but I gotta I gotta give it to one because of that that '88 fight. Uh, Hateful Eight, and oh man, okay, okay. I know Jackie Brown is a great film. Mm. I know it's good, but I'm a young kid. Y'all can hate me if you want. I really like Death Proof. Yeah, we hate you because that. that yeah. probably, <laughs> go ahead, that, go that's, ahead. That's probably totally ten. hate you. Now that's here's the reason why. Here's the reason why no. I love Death Proof. No, it ain't because of the dialogue. Hey, you don't have to explain. It's because of that stunt <laughs> driving. 
That stunt driving was incredible. You're a horrible yeah. child. Fat, your dude, you did watch Fast and Furious. Hey, give me them showers. Because like, Fast and Furious is CG. Ain't, ain't none of that real. Okay. Vin Diesel ain't even real. <laughs> I, I, I like Death Proof too. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I wouldn't put it, I wouldn't put it as a I wouldn't put it in, 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 in the Mount Rushmore oh. of his movies. But I, I I like the movie too. Okay, you oh, got some support from Obey. There that's, we go. That's, that's all I need. That's that's all I need. I get it. <laughs> yeah. You uh, I'm about to have breakfast. Make me some of them pancakes fish. too. I get it. <laughs> all right, all right, Moses. Give me your top four, man. Okay. Um. Now, uh, I am not the um, I am not the the, the that Lamont and Alex are. <laughs> uh, film bullies. Yeah, but, but film, you are, film bullies. But you are. But you are Moses. So go ahead. All right. Um. Now, now I'm gonna be totally honest. I got to keep it a book. Um. I am very familiar with a lot of Quentin Tarantino's work, but I'm not. I haven't watched every movie. Like I'm gonna be totally honest. I've never watched Reservoir Dogs. Okay. I've never. I've never watched. Um, I've never watched Glorious Bastards. You know what I'm saying? So I've never watched those films. But out of the films I've watched, this is my Mount Rushmore. Okay. Like I said, I got into a lot of Tarantino because of my daddy. God bless his soul. There you and go. The two, legend. My first two of those Tarantino movies down on my Mount Rushmore are because of Dan, and they're two of Tarantino's best movies, uh, in my opinion. But Pulp Fiction and Jackie Brown. Yes, definitely. Um, yes. Pulp Fiction, the way he the way he arranged that movie, where the movie really starts at the end and it's just cut and spliced, just going all the way around the world. That is, I mean that that. The way the way he does movies like that, I forgot the um, cinematic term for that. I know that Lamont and Alex would know it. No, 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 he like he just does it out of order. Like he changed the game. Yeah, like, cats cats didn't make movies like that. Like yeah, the, out of sequence and, and, like that. Nah. He, and then there's a version of this movie where they, well, I'm sorry, a version edited. of Pulp Fiction edited where they do it in order, and it just it's totally different. Man, you know what tripped me about that movie is that every time I would catch it, I would think that I, every time I thought it was the end, it would keep going to where like it was yeah. like like when I saw Travolta get killed and then like I see him in in the end of the movie, I thought it started yeah. over or something. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that's the brilliance of that movie because it, yeah. it jumps all over the place. And that 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 was one of the movies like my dad loved that movie. Like he yeah. watched that movie all the time. So I know, I know, uh, you know, that movie, like, it, it's certain parts of that movie. All I got to do is just see that part, just hear one uh, sound bite, and I can go for the rest of the movie. But then, <laughs> as great as, as much as he loved Pulp Fiction, he loved Jackie Brown more, and Jackie Brown is a very underrated great film to me. Oh, and Jackie Brown is another one of those movies, like, my me and my dad watch Jackie Brown so much, it's certain scenes of Jackie Brown and and dialogue from Jackie Brown that we use in everyday conversation. This, I listen. This is a hot take. Chris Tucker and Jackie Brown. I was might just be, thinking about might, him. Might be better than Chris Tucker and Friday. Hell no! Hot take for real. No, everybody, let's get him. Let's get him like he said he liked their fruit. Let's get him. <laughs> that is a shivering cold take. That's horrible. Hey. That's that hot take. Right it's cold in Chicago in February. Now, you know what? I was I will give you not Friday. I will give you uh, money talk. 
do money talk ain't even on the board. That don't count. No, if you compare, I will not. If you compare characters, if you compare characters, Lamont, money, money talk, talk and and that that character in uh, Jackie Brown, Lips that that kind of coincide. You know, I feel like I, I feel like that Friday, is if dude. he never. That's that's if he never mm. met Charlie Sheen. He met Sam Jackson instead. Right, yeah. exactly. That's probably what would have happened to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. White man. I watch. I watch so much. Like, like, say for example, mm. uh, uh, you know that scene on uh, on Jackie Brown when when uh, Samuel. I, I want to say he he was talking to either Robert De Niro. Or he was talking to uh, my man that was the bail bondsman that fell in love with Jackie Brown. Oh, and, Robert Foster. You ain't right, right. And they yeah. said something to me. He was like, Negro, that's all you had to say. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah, my yeah. daddy, my daddy would call me, like, like let's say daddy called me, be like, hey son, I'm, I'm doing some uh, I'm putting some meat on the grill. I'd be like, Negro, that's all you had to say. <laughs> I'm on the way. I'm on oh, the way. Oh, that's I like when so, he was like, he was like, Yeah, she ain't as cute as she used to be, and she kinda old, but she white though. Right. That's what Samuel said, AK forty seven. When you absolutely positive got killed everybody in the room. Yes. So yeah. I mean yeah. this there's a Pantheon movies, but both of those two are Pantheon movies to me. Okay. Then my next um movie on the Quentin Tarantino Mount Rushmore. All right, is Kill Bill Volume Two. Okay. Um I like Kill Bill Volume One. I didn't like I, I kind of I ain't gonna lie, and 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 you know Red and Lamont always call me racist and biased. I kind of checked out after she killed my girl Vivica. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it, it hurts seeing Vivica go out like that after they told Vivica house up. Cause y'all got Vivica a told her. To no, I gotta kill you. And then Vivica tried to shoot her through the through through the cereal box and get a knife in the heart and the baby. It, it, just, it bothered me. So I, yeah, she had that coming though. Right, I, I, checked, so I checked out on Volume up. One after after Vivica died, mm. but Kid with Volume Two was amazing, and okay. that five that five that five point exploding heart technique, oh man! Nah, that fight in that trailer, oh boy! Yeah. And then and, and then she got old girl out, out again. I was like, God, no. <laughs> but um, it, it was so cool uh, the way my guy from Kung Fu after 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 Uma Thurman hit him with the five the exploding heart technique. And he knew she got him, and you know he said he said they're real cool. Like, uh, how do I look? He knew it was over with. Yeah. So that 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 was dope. And then the final on my Mount Rushmore of Tarantino is the movie that we're discussing now because it's just Django like, Unchained. Okay. I love to see, I love to see uh, slave owner come up. It's anytime I can see <laughs> slave owner come up. It's anytime I can see Antebellum come come up. It's on my screen. I'm going to view that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, Alex, you ever give me your top four, sir. Pulp Fiction, Hateful Eight, Django Unchained, and I would say, eh, I know you're going to hate me for this, but I'm going to go ahead and Here we say, go. Here we go. Come on. Uh, Death Proof. Death Proof. Here we go. No. Dust to Dawn. Dust to Dawn. Okay. But he did. Okay. Okay. See, now we opening it up. Cause that's the case. I would have added some more stuff. Cause there's hold producer. on. Tell me. Hold on. Tell me. Tell me the movie that Jed Pinkett was in. No, no, that's, no, De- that's no, Demon no, no, Knight. No. That's Demon Knight. We talking about oh, the one with, with Selma Hayek and the vampire. Selma yeah. Hayek. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Because yeah, that's yeah, that's Frank honestly Williams that's my says. favorite. That's my favorite Tarantino film. But he, I was Rodriguez that directed it. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Oh, so we just going by him directly? No, no, that's what got, I assumed. Yeah, but you could like if he's involved, it doesn't like you could like what's the other one? Because that whole that whole element of him being like this this insatiable killer, killer, like he loved to kill women, and they got deeper into the to the uh, kimchi, <laughs> as you would say, it, it, deeper into the kimchi because he he lost grip with the with the uh, teller, the bank teller. Yeah, I mean, he was like, he was a monster, and he was good I, in that. Yeah, and, and Clooney had to like keep trying to keep them together. He, you could tell that he didn't want to do this, but he was like, something wrong with him, but that's my brother. I was like, right. I love that. Then you throw vampires in the mix. Oh man, which was horrible. Makeup. Look, the look, makeup eight year old, look, eight year old me did not see that coming at all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Dust to Dawn, um, Hateful Eight. Django Unchained and uh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Okay, all right. For me, I'm going with Pulp Fiction. Of course, it's a classic. I, I love Reservoir Dogs because it's like five guys in a room, and it yeah. still holds up. Like you don't get to see the action. It's no, you don't. Reacting yeah. to what happened, like I just yeah, that freaking blows my mind. So I, I love that. Uh, if I'm being honest, I gotta go Hateful Eight. Uh, I love a good cowboy movie, and okay. then uh, Kill Bill Volume One. Okay, yeah. Mm, why y'all on Volume One, man? I love the action. I love the, oh, the action. Of it. Yeah. yeah, like not to action. mention it's, it's some good. It's good motivation, man. Like the, everything that happened to her, and her only getting what two names off that list yeah. <laughs> in that first movie. And Tarantino, yeah. he's a great action director. Just a great director all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, on on, on Kill Bill Volume One, at, at, at the biblical caught that at the biblical caught that knife to the chest, I was out. But I understand that, like you, because you were biblical, y'all go way back. So I, I totally understand that. <laughs> I do, I do. Well, hey, hey, listen, guys, it was it was hella fun having you guys in the drive-in. We got we got to do this again. We got to pick another movie and chop it up for real. Most hey, definitely. Don't think about that Samuel Jackson greatest characters tournament, bro. Yeah, yeah you're, you're down. You're already down. We already need it. We need to we, put that poll out. But we got to get you like after your breakfast. We got to make sure to schedule it. Yeah, after the Waffle yeah, House. After the Waffle House. Yeah. Encounters. <laughs> I was like, man, them eggs sounds good as I know what. <laughs> Bruh, I was oh, like, the hell out of them eggs, baby. <laughs> but hey, guys. Thank- but hey, yeah, we'll definitely do that. But again, thank you guys for coming through, man. Yeah, thanks all for right, having bye, me. Bye, all, right, all right, later. All right, cool. Later.